Are you guys ready? The first episode with a guest. I am really excited for you guys to hear this and see what you think because it's definitely, I'd say, a lot a lot less serious than the first episode, uh, although the topic that we do cover in this episode is death. Uh, I chose this because the man I interviewed recently went through a serious condition where he had to go to the hospital because he had fluid around his lungs. He addresses it in the episode, but it's kind of ironic because there was this whole thing at OU in between the time I recorded this and the time I'm releasing it about this kid here climbing up on a telephone pole and getting electrocuted and almost dying. So I think it's something that's on a lot of people's minds right now. And this also happened to be recorded on September 11th, which again, we take note of, but it's just something we didn't even, I didn't even put together when we recorded this. So, uh, it's a pretty interesting conversation. Uh, the guy I met at work, uh, he is a huge saxophone player. He played for the army for like six years, uh, played for governors, but he's also just a guy who's been through so much in his life growing up in West Virginia and being in the military for so long. Uh, he's just got a lot of stuff. And again, I talk about it in the episode, but he always has a story, something new for me, something crazy that I've never heard about his life. I thought he would be an interesting first guest. I hope you guys agree. Stick around at the end of the episode for a little input from me on what I personally think about death and, and all this sort of stuff. But in the meantime, enjoy. All right, three, two, one. We're live. <laughs> and we're live. The first podcast with Steve McJones. <laughs> the first one with a guest, dude. Let's go, let's uh, go. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, guys, this is uh, Austin Martinez. Martinez. <laughs> Austin kidding. Martinez What's out your here. actual last name again? Campbell. You don't know my last name, bro? Dude, Come on. It's just not important, honestly. Yeah, you're right about to that. To me, like, it really is. Right, right. I just call you Austin, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, super cool guy. Uh, and recently went through a near-death experience, dude, uh, honestly. You know, I don't know yeah, all that. Yeah, dude. I, I, got mean, a little, I got a little fluid in my lungs. That's all it really is. But dude, we're okay. Just hitting that vape too hard. That's what I hear, dude. I swear <laughs> I was worried about that because the first thing that I thought about as soon as I started like hurting and then I started thinking what the pain was because like, dude, you don't know. It's un- It was under my rib cage and so it hurt so bad. It was like blinding pain. Right. And I'm like, what could it blinding be? Blinding pain? Yeah, it was bad, dude. I, I could not breathe. I couldn't sleep. It was crazy. Ooh. So like, I was just thinking like, what could it be? And dude, don't mess with my sleep. That's like that's no, like that's, that's the whole thing. thing. That's dude, why that's, yeah. that's why I ended up going to the ER because like I was like, man, I just can't sleep. I can't like because I can't go to work because I can't sleep and I can't like you know there was like such bad pain that I was just sitting there thinking as I'm waiting for like to be seen. I'm like, man, what could it be? And I was all this stuff about vapes on the news and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, because I've had those those vape, those dank vape carts like the ones that are for THC or whatever. Right. And and my wife you know smokes them too and like all all of our most of the people I know smoke them right so I, 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 yeah that's what I mean so people yeah. have them and so I'm like okay well I know a lot of people that are doing this and that hasn't hurt anybody else but here I am and so but there's I was yeah, just I think it's I mean it depends on your genetics too. yeah we kind of went over that but I don't know man you just got to stick with the flower you gotta, yeah. good, you gotta get that loud and then not even have to worry about any vaping I don't know, lung cancer bullshit. Gotta keep it straight with the herb. Yeah. You know, keep it natural. Yeah, no, I, I actually fuck with that because, like, people are, I mean, dabs are okay and everything, but, you know, 
all these other... Dude, that's just too... Like, I feel like there's no way that, like... Alright, something... It's I I get that, like, weed is bad for you, just as bad as, like... I don't know, it's bad for your lungs kind of thing. But, like, it comes from the earth. You know, Native Americans have actually been smoking that stuff. That's my people, man. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Represent. represent. Yeah, represent, dude. (laughs) Taking it back. But it's like THC. Like, a dab, dude, you're... There's like metal and fire involved. <laughs> they pull out a blow t- torch. It looks like it. you're doing crack or something because you yeah, got super heat something. Exactly. And then not only that, like you, you know, the way that you get dabs, it's butane oil. So oh. you gotta you gotta do all this stuff where you extract the oil from the marijuana and you use it with like butane and like you know you cook it like with this heat and stuff. So it's it's and it's excessive. I mean, you've done dabs before, I'm sure. So like when you take one, you just like it. It, one will just you're done right one, one and done it's yeah no one one and too much you're too far done honestly yeah, yeah you gotta like really overdone careful. you gotta yeah. be careful about it and i mean you know i'm uh, somebody's hit they're, they're yeah. getting it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but i don't want to stray i mean you know people hear about weed all the time yeah. at least college kids talk about it too much personally for me but <laughs> i mean I, I was actually talking about that with my friend uh, lucas he's just like a lot of people just can only talk about what's in front of them, so they see weed and they're smoking weed with each other, and that's just naturally what the conversation. Yeah, like just it does bring people together, though. That's that is a good thing. You know, true, like, if you yeah. got weed, you know, then you can sit and talk, and then you have stories. Most white people tell the stories. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, white people. White people love to talk about other times that they smoked weed. That's what they yeah, want to talk about. Yeah. Like they'll talk about previous things that they've done. Yeah, like you know, it's, that's a Dave Chappelle bit right there. Yeah. Is it? Does yeah, he, he talks about that. He's like, does he really? We got wasted last. Week and we put a carrot up Dave's ass. <laughs> just, yeah. That's something Dave Chappelle would say. Yeah, but I don't want to stray too far again. <laughs> I'm trying to get back on topic. It's just too easy. But yeah, so the topic for this episode, I decided since he recently went through this thing, I figured we could talk about death. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that yeah. it's imminent. So it is. Imminent. Uh, first question for you: What's it feel like to be a dead man walking? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, I'm not. Well, everyone's a dead man walking, right? Because everyone's going to die at some point. It's something you can't avoid, you know? Yeah. Uh, But no, I'm good right now. Like I was saying earlier, you know, the doctors gave me this, you know, this this medication. And actually what's fucked is I'm going to go ahead and call them out. Oblenus in Athens, Ohio. Oh, dude, they're the worst. Uh, Well, I I had never had any experience with them before, but all the things that I've heard have been bad about them. And, you know, it's fine. I'm I'm not really like, you know, I'm I'm sort of a skeptic to people's opinions anyway. I want to go experience for myself and see what's going on. So, you know, I go there, and it's all good. And they were very nice, but they they couldn't actually tell me what was wrong with me. So they were like, we're just going to give you this medicine and hope that it works. So Jeez, there's... Yeah. You know, so there's, he's probably going to die. Yeah, there's things that they don't... <laughs> yeah, maybe. And, here, and I will say that the, the one thing that I... Because I've done a little research, and I have friends that are doctors and, you know, all that stuff. And mm-hmm. the, one of the guys who was the groomsman at my wedding, he's, he's a doctor. One of the things that he actually brought to me was, dude, it could be a pulmonary embolism, as I think what he called it, oh, pulmonary. Dude, so, the longer the words, the worse it is. For you. Yeah, and that, and then like it's just a blood clot in your lungs, and like if it, if it glo- if it moves around, it can really screw you up. But if it goes to your brain, you just die. So that's an aneurysm. You just die straight up. You have no chance. Yeah, so, so you're dead. Bro. So if they, you, if they miss do? that, you know, <laughs> if, they, if that's if they're just like, oh, we'll just give you antibiotics and then you'll be okay, <laughs> you know. But it's really actually probably not that bad. You know right. what I mean? I, I'm right. probably, yeah, probably going to be fine. Right. You're probably going to be fine. I, I mean, don't even think about, like, the negative. Like, I don't know. My dad always says, it's kind of dumb, but, like, it's always, like, don't put negative thought towards it because... The more thought you put into it, the more it has a chance of being that, I guess. Yeah, you almost manifest things with the way you think about them, you know what I mean? If yeah. you think about something hard enough, you can almost, like, kind of create that. Plus, if you're, like, you know, the, your brain works in funny ways, and so the more you think about something, the more, like, the more fucked up you yeah, get. Yeah, your brain, you know? like, if you think you're sick all the time, like, I had a roommate last Like a hypochondriac. Year. 
Yeah, yeah. You just like think you're like, oh, I don't feel good, and then you, oh, like, oh, my you nose is going. Oh, yeah. Like, a, a friend of mine showed me this philosopher named Alan Watts, and uh, he talked about the, the fact, like, when you don't think about getting sick when you're not sick, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to think about death. Like, when you, you know, you got your whole life to, to. You don't want to. Spend it just thinking about. I don't know. It was just a little. Until something. it happens. Until yeah, something until crazy it happens. happens. Until something crazy happens. So I don't think you should even worry about it. Like oh, when something like this happens, until yeah. you know that you're for sure gonna die. Like, what's the point? No, there's worry. nothing. You know, yeah. if you stress about it, it's just gonna add more worry on you. And be, and being stressed about stuff and angry or upset or whatever, worried about stuff, it just it weighs on you as a person. And it's something you shouldn't carry. Okay. So you know, I just my one of my philosophies is live and let live and. Uh, you know, that's what I do. I just yeah. take it day by day. The guy who married my wife and I performed our uh, our marriage. Uh, that's one of the things that he said about me in his speech was, you know, Austin. Well, I, the guy, the vibe that I got from him is that he is very much like a live and let live kind of person. Okay. And uh, I said, yeah, that's uh, well, that's who you want, there. That's a good, yeah. Hey, shouts good. out to his wife Casey, by the yeah, way. Shouts out to Casey. Shouts yeah. out to, da- to Jamie for marrying us, dude. Jamie Atkins. My Jamie, pull that up. Yeah, Jamie Poole. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking about that. JRE podcast. Yeah, well. yeah. Pull, pull up those vows real quick. Jamie, go and pull up those, yeah. <laughs> sure, he's got them still written down somewhere. Yeah. Second question. Do you consider death a motivation to live? Or is that a little more... Like, I mean, I think the whole point of that question is, like, should you consider it a motivation? Should you wake up every day and remember that you're going to die? Or is that, like, kind of feeding into what we were just talking about, how... You know, that's negative. Yeah, you think about it too much, get stressed out. Well, I guess it depends on your own personal, you know, like viewpoint and and thought about it. Because I personally don't think of it because I just am living my day to day life, and it's one of those things that I feel like you just kind of overlook as a day to day thing. You know, like you're just going through your routine, and you know, you're so caught up in what you have going on that you don't really think about, oh, I might die today or tomorrow or whenever. You know, right? Uh, It is definitely. I think it's good to kind of. It's like a, a check, you know, you put yourself in check when you think about that. It's like, well, you don't really know what's going to happen. So, you know, you could just go out in some crazy way and it makes you, when you have those thoughts, usually it's like, like 3 a.m. and you're like, oh, I want to, <laughs> I want to call this person and tell them I love them or something, but it's like 3 a.m. and oh, you can't do yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, should they're asleep or, you know, whatever, or you just, for some reason you have those thoughts and you can't. Or you're drunk and you do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you know, that's like, um. It, 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 it's like about your personal kind of like look about it and that's what I do you know I don't I don't really have those thoughts very much um, until, no that's good yeah I mean that uh, makes sense to what you're saying like until it, this recent thing unless you, know, the, you need to or you're a person where that is your motivation you yeah know? yeah like my mom is very much you know death oriented she wakes up every day and it's like grateful to be alive I guess but that could come with age too yeah know? and I think a lot of things too you know with religion I don't want to stray too far into this and get into it but you know religious people think about the afterlife a lot because that's kind of what some of their goals are they live their life for the afterlife and that's what a lot of religions it's kind of do up. yeah I mean you know and it's and but that's more along those lines of thinking is that you know they're living their everyday life in pursuit of that goal of some afterlife and that's fine right. if that's your thing that's it it's not my thing but yeah. you know that's <clears throat> It helps people get through their days, and that's fine. That's if if, yeah. it, if it helps you get through what you got to do to get through the day, then that's totally fine. And I, you know, I support. And be that. a nice person, and absolutely like a positive person. Yeah, right? there's if it, uh, Alan Watts, that same guy. He said, he he told people to uh, in, rather than believing in their religion, enjoy the religion. You yeah, know? because like it's really what it's about. You don't want to do it just for the end game because 
you know, nobody knows for sure, right? Yeah, you like, got you to be in it to like we, to enjoy what's happening and enjoy the journey. Life is about that's the one thing I say all the time is life is about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. So you got to exactly. you know the, the, the eternal the, now, bro. Yeah, sure. the thing, the, the people that you're with, the things that you get involved in, you know, everything you do day to day, it's it's about those people that you're with. So you, and I guess that brings us back to like, do you think about that? There's your motivation, but really no, it's just about being in the moment and creating memories and moments with the people that you're with every day. Yeah, yeah no. All right, good answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is a good one for you because you've lived uh, an insane life. He <laughs> always surprises me with something new every time we hang out. Every, every time we talk, it's like, right. I didn't know that, bro. Yeah, every time. Uh, so how many encounters with death have you actually experienced? Well, I was just telling you about the one earlier where my, uh, I got... They think it was a mosquito that bit me, and I had encephalitis, but it, oh. the shitty the hospital that I went to. So I'm from a small town in West Virginia. Shouts out to Logan County. <laughs> but Yeehaw. Hey, you know, I mean, listen, <laughs> born and raised, and I'm proud of where I'm from, but the hospital there wasn't very good, and, and well, it is, it's better now. They've added some things, and there's better staff. But back in the day when I was you know, young, I'm 27, and this is when I was eight years old, I think, seven or eight, uh, they weren't very good. So, damn, that's like 20 years ago. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting old. Just like, you should have seen like, the sadness <laughs> the in his look eyes. in my eyes. Just for, just for that split second. It's 20 years, man. 20 uh, years. So I go there. I go there because I'm having headaches, and they, uh, they're like, oh, well, you know, we'll just give him some like, strong Tylenol or whatever. So, you know, we'll give him some, some pain meds for headaches, and they send me home, and that didn't help. Um, headaches are getting worse. You know, I go back there another time. They try to take – well, the, first of all, they, this is something I tell all the time. I'm a. We were talking about earlier about like being vascular and having veins yeah, and stuff. Yeah, a lot of you know, We were just talking about that. So and I and I, I'm a pretty vascu- vascular individual. Yeah, you get a so, paper cut, you're screwed forever. Yeah. So, so <laughs> they missed me four times. She stuck here, stuck here, missed my vein twice. Oh. Stuck here, stuck here, missed my vein four times, and then she went in here again, and she got me a fifth time. Finally, she got me right, and this is when I was a kid. So nice. I mean, you know, really, I mean, <laughs> she, she stuck you, bro. You know, I, at this point, I was like, can I just do it? Like, I can, I can probably hit my vein, and you're like having. And she was like nervous after that because she kept messing up and I'm like just please get it in there you know yeah so I, I have about three or four visits with this hospital and they don't know what's going on but they keep giving me headache medicine but what really like broke the sort of camel's back to so to speak is that I couldn't walk anymore Ooh. I uh, started like I would kind of my legs would get weak and I would like trip and fall and the worst thing about this did you it, have to go to therapy or well I had to like I had to go to the hospital they sent me to the hospital in Charleston which is in the West Virginia's capital right right uh, I went there and uh, they they figured out that they, they took MRI and did all kinds of stuff, you know, CT scans and everything. And they saw that my brain was like bigger, it was way, it was huge, it was abnormally like large, and it was pushing against my skull. Yeah. And uh, I almost died there. I was almost in a coma, but they like did a spinal tap to like take the fluid from my spine to get more information on what was going on and kind of relieve some of the pressure and you know whatever. And I was in the hospital for a little, like probably about four or five months or something, but. I did, I did have to do physical therapy to learn how to walk again and all this other stuff. And so, yeah, it was a little rough. So That's rough. That's one time and then another time. Oh, I, so like, that's why you still can't walk. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's, like, oh, that's, why, that's what's wrong with you. Yeah. No, um, I do actually find myself tripping over my feet every now and then. I kind of wonder yeah. if it's related to that, but uh, it's probably not. I'm just clumsy. So. Um, so that, and I'm like, oh, there's been a few more. Like, I got a concussion from a ripstick. Like, we, I, mean, I literally pulled the ripstick out of the trunk oh, of my yeah. car earlier, right? I got a con- that same one that I yeah. had. 
I got a concussion. Well, I mean, from that. you were in the military too. Did you have any close encounters then? Oh, this is a good story. So, uh, <laughs> I was in, I was in basic training, and we we're so I went to basic training in Fort Sill, Oklahoma, and so I went in like the beginning of July, and it was hot as fuck every day. It was like 120 degrees all the time, but it was dry heat, so it's not like humidity here, right? Right. Humidity is kind of it, kind of sucks. The air is real thick, but out there the air was real thin. I remember stepping off the plane for the first time, and I was like. <gasps> Because the air was so dry, I couldn't breathe. I was not yeah. used to that as someone who's only been on the East Coast. For, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Filter so, feeding? Yeah, that's essentially what I thought I was doing. So, you know, we're like on the range one day training like to learn how to shoot M16s and stuff, you know, for the military. And, mm-hmm. uh, but Fort Sill, if you don't know, is the that's the home of the field artillery for the military. That's where they train guys how to shoot the massive guns that shoot big old like bombs and, and make huge explosions. Like at any, at any point in time, you can just look around. It's flat. There's no mountains. And you would see an explosion, and then like 13 seconds later, you would hear the explosion. Oh! That's how wide open the land was. And that how, is pretty wild. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, because we would count. It was like a game we always did. It was like you'd see the explosion, <laughs> and it was like one, two, and just keep counting. The whole everybody would count, and then finally you'd hear boom. There was like a record, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, 13 seconds was the highest. That's what. Nice. Yeah. So it was like oh, the average was like eight, nine seconds, which is still pretty crazy. And so yeah, you you see it, and then you hear it after that how long amount of time. Do you feel it from that far? I don't know if that's a dumb question. No. Or not, you, you you didn't feel it so bad, but unless unless one of them was like really strong, but this one we felt. And I'll tell you about it. So <laughs> we were at the range one day shooting, training how to like do guns or whatever. But, you know, once if you're firing, you're on your belly, you know, shooting, and you know you got your leg up in the air to signify if you're done or not or whatever. So we're shooting, and then I hear the drill, one of the drill sergeants uh, talking on like a radio or something, and then the, they have a bullhorn, right? So they're talking to everybody and they like, give them commands and stuff and. You know, it's one thing we say, take all commands from the tower. Well, anyway, they, like, make a loud noise and get everyone's attention. They tell everyone to stop, cease fire. They're like, everyone get in the fucking shelter now. And so we get up, and everyone's running. Like, it's mass chaos because we were all like, fuck, what's happening? Yeah. Like, we're in a place where they're blowing up giant bombs, like, all of the time, you know. So we're, like, wondering what's happening. Yeah, and I guess what happened is, so AIT is something that we... Uh, it, it means advanced individual training, and Fort Sill is where they train people again how to blow up these bombs and stuff, shoot these big old guns. And uh, so I guess one of the students misfired, and it was coming straight for where we were. Oh no! And so we had to like run in this shelter, yeah. bro. And we're all like huddled up, we're huddled up like in the corner. Everyone's like, and this see my uh, platoon had probably about 140 people in it, going through basic training. It was four, four platoons. I don't know if that's like a lot or not. So, sure. I mean, that's just a, I mean, it's 140 people. Like, so you know, we're all yeah. crammed into a like building, like, uh, yeah. you know, kind of like clean. Like, we're like, what's happening here? Right. And you know, the the bomb, like the, the tornado thing where you put like a yeah, book over your basically, head. Basically, yeah, yeah. Cause, and there was a tornado while we were there too. You could see it was because oh, the same thing. It was dude. like far off, and we could see it, but it wasn't near us. But it was way out there. That's, that's uh, cool. So that's something else. But you know, this bomb. It was coming for us, and so we're all like, we get in there, and think about the time that they had to like call to tell us that yeah. this, this is, it's coming. You're counting to thirteen, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like this thing is coming for us, and like it, I'm surprised that we all like no one got hurt or died or anything. So, but the bomb hit, and it was it wasn't like like super close to like taking one out, but it was close enough to where the building was rattling and the roof was kind of shaking. Right. And, like we were all in there, so that's something. And I yeah, was like, no, dude, that's... that was crazy, man. That was like. I, I just like I'm thankful that that nothing happened that day because that bomb, if it would have like hit the building, we would all have been fried like, straight up. It would have obliterated all of us. You know. Jeez, dude, that's yeah. See, you've always got like stories that I've. <laughs> yeah, never I've never heard. told you that story. Yeah, yeah, I know, dude. They're just they just come out of they just come out of nowhere for me. So yeah. 
Uh, so have you become desensitized to uh, near-death experiences at this point? In a sense, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, lo- this fluid lung thing, yeah, it's not. I just it's react, right? So, like, you know, I'm a very reactive kind of individual. Well, you have to be. Yeah, under, under like, you know, stress, I'm very calm and stuff. Like, you know, well, like, car accidents I've been in, like, I'm good. Like, a woman hit me one time. I think I told you about this. Yeah, she, you told me. She hit me, and then, like, as soon as I figured out that everything was done and okay, I got up and just went to check on her. You know, like, right. I, was, I was good. I think it's just... You, you know, just go into the logical, instead of flight, you go fight. Exactly. So, you know, instead of panicking... That's good to have. Out. And I, I'd like to think I, you know, I do that thing, but even, you know, I'm not trying to... Like, I've, I've left the stove on for too long before or something. I, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, the only high-pressure situations that I'm ever in are, like, serving, like, on a busy <laughs> night. So, you know, I'm pretty clear with it then, but other than that, honestly, I just... Uh, I, I couldn't measure that. I've never been in, in something like that. I I have been, I think I told you about my car crash that mm-hmm. one time. And, yep. You know, I wasn't going through, like, anything in my mind about, like, life or flashing before my eyes or whatever. I just was thinking, fuck, fuck, yeah. <laughs> spinning <laughs> out, basically. Yeah. And so I, I did kind of, like, like ready myself for the crash. Kinda. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, so th- that's another thing, too, is that people always say, like, oh, I saw my life flash before my eyes and all this, and that's... In, in a sense, for me, like, I think if that happens to you, that's you. And I'm not talking about shit-talking anybody, but real, realistically, that's you being very out of control. Like, you you lose touch with what's going on, and you're just letting yourself go. Letting right? go. So it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, get up here and fight. You know, keep going. Right. And like, what, fix the situation. Whatever's happening, you're in a crazy car crash, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, some car crashes are terrible, and lots of people die from them every year, but... I think while they're going on and while something's happening, like you need to kind of be in the moment and be there, otherwise you might die. You know, yeah, right. you could see the one thing that could like potentially save you is that something's coming through the windshield and you duck down. You know, yeah. Instead of you just like freaking out and kind of like losing your head and yeah. kind of getting into it. You know, like you see the thing coming and you you, you lay, duck down. Yeah, a little bit, right? and then you're you're alive still, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's I don't know. Good just, advice out there. I don't know. People, so, whoever's, whoever's listening, this is for you. <laughs> yeah. So, how many more times do you think God will try to smite you before he succeeds? Mm, well, you know, I've, <laughs> I, I always say uh, I've been into numerous churches and I haven't caught on fire yet. And I make that joke every time I go into one. Yet. Because, yeah, yet. Not yet. So, we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, I, I don't step foot into church very often. But if I ever do, for any reason, I'm like walking in with caution. I'm like, <laughs> all right. You know, I'm looking around, looking up, like, what's going to happen? Yeah. I'm, uh, and as you, anyone who listens to this, as I've probably already gathered, I'm not religious at all in any sense of the word. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. We'll see. Uh, see how it goes. I mean, that was just kind of. A, if there know, is a God, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, he, he's failed all his attempts yet. So, yeah, uh, yeah. You're fighting, fighting through. Yeah, I'm gonna keep dodging him. All right. Yeah. Hey, good for you, man. Uh, <laughs> so just one question to like end the whole topic. What? is the perfect way to die for you. How would you like to go out? Oh, if it could be, it doesn't even have to be realistically. Like, how would you like to do it? We all get that you're a family man, and you're, you know, yeah. you're, trying to, you're trying to do your thing, but flashy way. Like, you know, it's always more fun. You know, we want yeah, something. Okay, like, so. for me, you know, probably want to go into a black hole. That'd be pretty dope. I don't, I don't uh, know yeah, what's if in If you're there. out there in space, yeah. If yeah. You're out there or there. just, like, skydiving and then just don't have a parachute. You ever been skydiving? I have, yeah. Really, I have too. Yeah. Dude, it's it's super fun. I mean, it's, I just, it's a it's a rush that you really can't get anywhere else. Like it's a feeling that I have not been able to emulate with anything else. Really? Yeah. I, like a, I, I kind of felt it was more like I just felt so safe because a dude was strapped on my yeah, back. Yeah, you got a dude strapped and, to you. It just felt like a roller coaster. Kind You're free falling, man. It's yeah. crazy. You yeah. know what I mean, but it's actually not as bad as people think. It's yeah. Not, it's not people freak out about it when you tell them, but it's not as scary as you think it is. Right. Uh, so that would be crazy just to like not have a parachute. It doesn't work and you just 
splat. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's the end. Yeah, like you get to see a pretty view, and then you freak out for a little bit. You get you to have accept all the, it. Yeah, exactly. You accept it. You have so much time from start to finish. Yeah, it, takes, it does take a while to fall when you're up in the air like that. I mean, people don't realize, but yeah, it does. Yeah. So. so do you have any other... If you don't, I mean, we can let you die peacefully for now if you want. But well, I don't fuck with the ocean. I wouldn't want it to. Be, I wouldn't want it to be anything with the ocean because I don't like the ocean. Nothing water based. Drowning would suck. Yeah. 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 So, and if it if it if it could be an explosion, I would want to. Okay, so <laughs> the specifics on the explosion. Yes. Okay. Like so the here we go. Oh, uh, by the way, isn't today the anniversary of 9-11? It is. Uh, dude, it's so weird. I haven't even thought about it all. Like, I thought about it once today because I saw, I don't know, just random. Facebook but, like, or something. Yeah, yeah, but ever since high school, you know, I haven't, nobody talks about it anymore. Like, high, in high school, 9-11 was like, that. that's what we did that day. That's you know? our thing, yeah. Yeah, that's what we were doing. But yeah. now it's like, oh, it's, no, yeah, I guess it is that day. It sure it is, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. I thought about it too when I uh, saw whatever Facebook post or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know the day and like you know I can tell you the same story about where I was at the time and everything else like everybody else can yeah. but what's this is a, I'm gonna I'm gonna derail for a second and come back to the explosion thing okay um, when I I teach uh, a band camp every year for this uh, school in West Virginia that I uh, have been teaching at for a while I do saxophones and I was in the room with them this year and we were just having general conversation and I was like how old is the oldest person in here and the, like someone was like 16 that was the oldest person that was in the room I was like what year were you born and they were like I think they said like 2003 or four or something. And I was like, you weren't even alive when 9-11 happened. And they were like, yeah, it's in our history books. I was like, oh my gosh, bro. That hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I was like, I'm so old. But so back to the explosion. So I, uh, and it, it's kind of fucked up that I was going to say this. And I just have to, I happened to think about it was September 11th. Like I would want to be involved in some kind of war where like it's, it's, sort of a world war type scenario and it's like you know maybe maybe end of times maybe apocalypse maybe like you know nuclear fallout kind of thing happening yeah that'd be cool. and i have to drive <laughs> that'd be cool an apocalypse uh, yeah I would, <laughs> and then I, I would have to like let's say i'm like driving a, a small plane with a nuke on it into like the heart of whatever like you know uh, yeah. thing you know, whatever, big heroic yeah whoever the evil dictator is of the world that's trying to take over or whatever it may no, be no, in the future yeah. you know and so like i got the nuke on board and i'm not going to drop it on them. i'm going to run into them with it and so yeah. I like you know I I, I fly kamikaze. the plane I kamikaze right into the thing for yeah. for the betterment of humanity. And hey, I, that's know, a good yeah, that's a good way to go out. Yeah, you, you go down for ages. You, then you become part of the history. Book. Exactly, I'm in the history books <laughs> at that point. Yeah, I feel like I'm like seventy, like eighty. Cap out, start doing drugs. You know, fucking yeah, you're already you're already that old. You're yeah. old and frail. You know, heroin. Probably feels pretty good. I, yeah, I've heard people talk about this too. <laughs> it's like, why not at that point? Yeah, I mean, so, doesn't like, seem like a bad idea. That's how. Um, have you ever, you know, um, who's the guy that wrote Brave New World, Doors of Perception? Aldous Huxley. Oh yeah. Yeah, he actually um, he died. Well, like while he was in his deathbed, and he like told the doctors, he was like, "Give me some LSD, like put it into my veins," and went on. experience. Well, yeah, it was it was not only LSD, but it was morphine too, because oh, he yeah. was super into all the and different. Morphine's drugs, like so. that's some strong. Right. I have a feeling that probably wouldn't be too good of a thing though. Yeah, especially <laughs> like, at that age. Yeah, you're like, like a bad trip, bad trip. You're like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah, like you're like you think that now while you're, you're young. Th- yeah, you're already thinking yeah. thoughts like, oh, I'm doing this because I want to die, right? Yeah. You're already thinking those thoughts, and yeah. it becomes an even down like wor- a worse, worse spiral. spiral. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Um, 
Austin, you got anything going on in your life that you're excited? He's a, he's a, by the way, I just want to say this man on the saxophone is insane. <laughs> like, played for the governor. I, I don't want to get into the whole history of the whole, like, you played for the army for six years, saxophonist. My resume for music and stuff. So. It's, it's wild. Uh, so, basically, long story short is I have to move away from here for about three or three and a half months or so. I'm going into this program. You leave me in Athens. Yeah, dude, you'll be up. But I'll be back. So, if I go, hopefully, if I can get the ball rolling soon and go, I'll be back before the semester ends, you know what I mean? Or, That'd be nice. Yeah, so that'll be hopefully really nice. And so, yeah. well, basically, what, what, what I'm doing is uh, I'm kind of tired of where we're at, where I'm at right now. I don't like the OUN anymore, really. It's nothing wrong with the place or the people. I just... It's just, I don't know, I know what you mean. It it's not enough money right now for me where I'm at. You know, i got a wife, and we're trying to do our own thing and trying to make stuff happen, and it's, we're both not making enough there, to be quite honest. And so we, we're trying to look for the next step, like everyone should be in their life. And so I think uh, what I'm going to end up getting into is I found this, and this is actually great. So you know what Head Start is or maybe Pre-K? No. Pre-kindergarten, like nothing oh, like that. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, the place that I went to is called Pride, and I went to this place for Pre-K. They don't do Pride. it. Right? Come on. <laughs> so it's called Pride, and uh, that place has done a lot of good for the area that I'm from. Shouts out to Logan County again. They've done a lot Bro, of I good. I need to start getting sponsors for this. <laughs> Shouts out of you. Uh, but they've done a lot of good for the area. They they even helped my mom. They even put like an AC unit in her house because like she you know, couldn't afford to or didn't have the whatever didn't have the means to do it. They even like they do all kinds of good stuff. Anyway, they have this program going on. It's something about like some job program or whatever, and they say uh, it's like a a uh, 14-week course, and they train you. You go with a contractor, and you work with them. Basically, I'm going to go down there and live back home for three and a half months, which is going to be great because I get to see my family. I got It's like summer. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, exactly. It's just like going back for a whole summer, then coming back. Right. You know, I got nieces and nephews that I want to see do sports and get involved in all their things, and I've been I've been away from my family for so long, and I miss them, so this Aww. is going to be a nice little change of pace. But the thing is, Casey's going to stay here. She's not coming with me. Oh. It'll just be me. Uh, yeah. But you know, we'll see each other on the weekends or whatever. But yeah. like, it's going to be a little, uh, a nice little test for us, I believe. You know, yeah. just to see kind of, you know, how we handle it and, and if we can kind of take it in terms of like. I our think emotional. you will. You guys, yeah. are, you guys are strong. Yeah, no, mature couple. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll be totally fine. It's just you know, it's just something we got to go through yeah. right now. She's all on board. You know, she's down for me to do it, and um, you know, I've, I still haven't actually told. Uh, Kate yet about my which shouts out to Kate my boss uh, I still haven't told her yet I haven't had the conversation uh, I'm gonna release this early so she hears it <laughs> before I talk to her tomorrow literally uh, no yeah so that that's gonna happen but what's gonna really suck about it is that I'm gonna have to leave work pretty abruptly mm. like like once I fill out the paperwork and everything goes through it's like okay come in like in three days or whatever you know? mm. so I'm gonna have this conversation here pretty soon and just kind of let them know. I don't want to burn any bridges with, uh, you know, with, yeah. with this company or anything. Because you're still going to come back, too. Maybe. I mean, the, the whole plan, or the whole point of this uh, training is that they set you up with a job afterwards uh, as an apprentice with, you know, whatever, like an electrician apprentice. And they make really good money, right? Right. So that's the whole thing is that they, it's part of some jobs program and they got this grant from whoever. So that's what I'll be doing, hopefully, uh, pretty soon. I just... I just want the change of pace. It's just a nice little change than what I've got going on right now. Because we've been up here for... Too long. Um, Any oh. amount of time in Athens really is is just too long. <laughs> yeah, and it hasn't been bad. I don't want to shit talk Athens or anything. Well, I've done, I've I made, do. So. Well, yeah, I've, been, I've made a lot of good <laughs> friends here and done a lot of cool things or whatever. But you know, there's there's just I gotta take the next step for me and my family and 
you know, so that's one thing I'll be, yeah. have going Big on. Big family, man. We, we went over this. Yeah, yeah we talked about this. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting to that point now. So yeah, that's man. what I'll be doing, man. But, well, that's um, exciting stuff. It sounds like you're taking a new direction, and that's what we're all about here on Articulate <laughs> with Steve McJones, uh, growing and learning. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're taking that opportunity. Appreciate you coming on this for the first guest episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm honored, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's, it's been good. Uh, we, we Literally, this was like just a topic of conversation for us one time. I mean, we were, like It was like last time I was here, right? Probably. We were talking about... Roof like, time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we were just literally just talking about it, like talking about how popular some podcasts are and how just how cool they are. And it's nice to get people's perspective and just have a have a, a one-on-one sit down and, and conversation about... Really yeah, cool. you actually got the ball rolling for me with this after that. I just, I think it was that night. I think it actually was that night where I was just laying in bed thinking about it. And I'm like, all right, like just spiraling in my head. I couldn't fall asleep. And I was like, all right, 3.30 in the morning, I drove to Walmart <laughs> by this, this mic. I'm like, if I buy the mic while I'm still in this mindset, I, I have to do it. You know, yeah, you know just kind of <laughs> hold yourself accountable. Like if I get this equipment, then I have to do it. I have to do it. Yeah, so. exactly. Even yeah. though it's a shitty mic. <laughs> well, hey man, you know, again, this is where it starts. Start somewhere, yeah. yeah, this is where it starts and you'll, you'll grow from here and you'll, get new equipment like we were talking about the camera thing earlier you know yeah. you can you can, so, uh, you can record these and put them on YouTube yeah what would you guys think uh, about me videotaping this stuff uh, hit me up in the comments and stuff you don't want to see my ugly mug so you know, <laughs> 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 I don't I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm, I'm literally here yeah, right I'm literally now here, I'm having I just to put up with leave. like come on <laughs> so that was the first guest conversation I hope you enjoyed it because I had fun taping it it was a cool experience and I'm looking forward to doing that with more people around here. Again, super interesting guy. Got a lot going on in his life. He definitely understands a lot of the things the way that I do. So cool to have him on. Um, but it does get me, after recording this episode, it did get me thinking a lot about, you know, death. And I used to think about death a lot personally, especially sophomore year of high school for some reason. I just was in a really weird place. There was a lot going on. Like, Crushing on girls and getting seasoned math and trying alcohol and drugs for the first time. <laughs> but yeah, back then, really my only thought was I was content with dying. The only thing I wanted to get out of the way was I just want to know what it's like to have sex. And then I'll be good to die. That's really the only thing. <laughs> Luckily, I've uh, grown a lot since then and I have bucket list items that don't include such instinctual things. But we talk about near-death experiences a lot in the episode, and I want you guys to not only think about the near-death situations that you've been in, but the near-life experiences that you've been through as well. Like, a moment where you just feel so alive and, and rich in what you're doing, and it feels right. I really want to have more of those in my life personally. And I want to be able to realize when I'm having those, like when you're with your friends on New Year's Eve and you just feel at the top of the world and there's no better situation to be in, do not take that for granted. I know it sounds dumb, but there's a lot of times where you're drinking with your buddies and you just are having a good time and the next morning just kind of keep going on with your life. And that's fair. We all have to keep moving on, but just remember that that is one of the most important feelings that you're ever going to get. The closest to living in the now and feeling present and happy with what you're doing, especially at that level with your friends. It's just, it's just an amazing feeling. 
And since then, the bucket list items, like I said, have grown. And I just want to ask you these questions after I talked about my car crash a little bit in the episode. What really stuck with me after my car crash was, you know, I had only written one pilot episode by then, and it was this stupid stoner pilot TV show, which honestly, I think is one of my best works. But after that crash, it's like, is that really all that I'm going to leave on this world? I know it, you know, I know it doesn't matter. I know that we're all here by mistake and, you know, life is, everybody values life differently and it's, and it's kind of weird, but after going through a near-death experience, you kind of view things a little differently and kind of take what you have more with a grain of salt, sand, one of the two, I don't know. But I'm just going to ask some questions that went through my head after the whole experience and I think you guys might appreciate hearing as well. So one, have you ever experienced the state of living fully in the now? That kind of goes along with the near-life experiences and a moment where you don't worry too much about the future, you're not really focused on any mistakes or the past that you've made, or even like reminiscing, you know? You're just fully enjoying where you are, living and breathing, just fully enjoying your state of being in this moment. And that's something that you should never take for granted. Like, no matter when, where, or how, just be able to take a moment, take a deep breath and think, I'm happy, you know, I can do whatever I want. I'm young, I'm healthy, I have money. And if you're not one of those things, don't take for granted what you do have. Just think that you're able to take a moment and breathe and just relax for a second. I don't know, it's kind of hard to get into, but I think you should, again, try to at least think about that a little bit more going on into your life. Um, another thing that went through my head was, have you ever helped somebody choose the right path and been able to watch how your influence plays out positively for them? That is just something that the reward is just through the roof. You can give somebody a book or tell somebody a topic that you're passionate about that they might be interested in or just get them excited about something or having a good time and you will see the reaction on that person's face of just pure joy and bliss in a way where they appreciate what you've given to them. And I think being so young, it's hard to measure how that has completely affected a person. But I think that's a lot of what I want to do is, and I think that's what everybody should want to do is affecting people's lives so that they appreciate what they have even more. And again, that's kind of the point of the podcast. It's just something to think about again. Uh, have you ever felt a connection so deep with the person that not talking to or seeing them for more than a day or a week feels like an eternity? That you can't imagine a world where you learn and grow without them at your side, experiencing things in a complimentary way. I just think, again, it's one of those things that you, it's one of those bucket list items just to have a connection where you actually feel love in a way where you realize that you've never felt it about anybody else before. I think that's such a special thing that, that I think everybody should experience at least once in their life. Again, use that in their everyday experiences and perception of the world to continue on with what they're doing. Yeah, these are just some things that I thought about after the conversation I had with Austin. I hope these thoughts stick with you and I hope you think about them 
and it affects you positively. Positively enough where you do think about it and you want to make that change in your life. So uh, if not, again, you can always choose to stop listening to the podcast. I'm just a dumb college kid who likes to philosophize, philosophize uh, about life and, and whatever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Okay, bye.